Teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Chapter 15, Part 2 Explanation of the Atmarama verse in Srimad Bhagavatam continued. Lord Chaitanya thus established the import of the eleven words in the Atmarama verse. And then Lord Chaitanya began to explain the import of each item as follows. The word Brahman indicates the greatest in all respects. Krishna is the greatest in all opulences. No one can excel Krishna in wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge and renunciation. Thus the word Brahman indicates the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. In the Vishnu Purana it is stated, Brihatvad bringha natvachcha tad brahma paramang vidu tasmai namaste sarvatman yogi chintyavi karavat. The word Brahman is given to indicate the greatest of all. The Supreme Lord is the greatest, and there is no limit to his expanding as the greatest. One may conceive of Brahman's greatness, yet this greatness grows in such a way that no one can estimate how great Krishna actually is. Vadanti tat tatva vidas tatvang yajjyanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdhyate The Supreme Personality of Godhead is realized in three aspects, but they are all one and the same. The Absolute Truth, the Supreme Personality, Krishna, is everlasting. In the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, the first of the Chattu Shlokis says, Aham evasam evagre nanyad yat sad asat param paschad aham yad etaccha yo vishishyeta sotsmi aham Krishna exists before the manifestation of this cosmic world. Krishna also exists during its continuance and Krishna continues to exist after its annihilation. Therefore, Krishna is the soul of everything great. Krishna is all-pervading and all-witnessing, and Krishna is the supreme form of everything. There are three different kinds of transcendental processes mentioned in Vedic literature by which one can understand and achieve that supreme perfection of the Absolute Truth. They are called the process of knowledge, the process of mystic yoga, and the process of devotional service. The followers of these three processes realize the Absolute Truth in three different aspects. Those who follow the process of knowledge realize Krishna as impersonal Brahman. Those who follow the process of yoga realize Krishna as localized Supersoul. And those who follow the process of devotional service realize Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead as He is. 
In other words, although the word Brahman indicates Krishna and nothing else, still, according to the process which is followed, Krishna is realized in three different aspects. As far as devotional service is concerned, there are two divisions. In the beginning there is Vidhi Bhakti or devotional service with regulative principles. And in the higher stage there is Raga Bhakti or devotional service in pure love. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the Absolute Truth. But Krishna is manifest by the expansions of his different energies also. Those who follow the regulative principles of devotional service ultimately attain the Vaikuntha planets in the spiritual world. But one who follows the principles of love in devotional service attains the supreme abode, the highest planet in the spiritual world known as Krishna Loka or Goloka Vrindavan. Transcendentalists can also be divided into three categories Akama Sarva Kamova Moksha Kama Udharadhi Tibrena Bhakti Yogena Yajeta Purusham Param The word Akama refers to one who does not have any material desires. Moksha Kama refers to one who seeks liberation from all material miseries and Sarvakama refers to one who has the material desire to enjoy. The most intelligent transcendentalist gives up all other processes and engages in devotional service of Krishna even though one may still have many desires. For it is not by any kind of transcendental activity, neither fruitive action, nor the cultivation of knowledge, nor the cultivation of mystic yoga, that a person can achieve the highest perfection without adding a tinge of devotional service. But for devotional service, all other transcendental processes are just like nipples on the neck of a goat. The nipples on a goat's neck may be squeezed, but they do not supply any milk. If one is to derive actual perfection from his or her process, then one must take to the devotional service of Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita it is stated by Lord Krishna, Chatur Vidha Bhajante Mang Jana Sukritinorjuna Arto Jigyasur Artharti Gyanicha Bharatarshabha O best among the Bharatas Arjuna Four kinds of pious men render devotional service unto me The distressed, the desirer of wealth, the inquisitive and one who is searching for knowledge of the Absolute. So when these four types of people amass righteous activities, they come to the devotional service of the Lord. Out of these four, those who are distressed and those who desire wealth are called devotees with desires, whereas the other two 
the inquisitive and the searcher for wisdom are actually seekers of liberation. And because they worship Krishna, they are all considered to be very fortunate. And in due course of time, if they can give up all desires and become pure devotees of the Supreme Lord, then they can be considered most fortunate. Such fortunate beginners can develop only in the association of pure devotees of Lord Krishna. And when one associates with pure devotees, then he or she also becomes a pure devotee. And this is confirmed in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Satsangan Mukta Dusango Hatung Notsahate Buddha Kirtyamanam Yasho Yasya Sakrid Akarnya Rochanam That person who is actually intelligent is able, by association of pure devotees, to hear about Lord Krishna and Krishna's activities. For these activities are so attractive that when one hears of them, he or she does not give up one's association with the Lord. But for the association of pure devotees, all other association is called kaitava, cheating. And this is confirmed in the second verse of Srimad Bhagavatam, wherein it is stated, Dharma projita kaitavotra paramo nirmatsaranang satang ve yang vastavam atra vastu shivadang tapatrayon mulanam srimad bhagavate mahamuni krite king va parayar ishwaraha sadyo hridi avarudyatetra priti vi shushushubis tatkshanat all cheating processes which obstruct transcendental realization are to be thrown off. By Srimad Bhagavatam, one can understand reality as it is. And such understanding helps one to transcend the three kinds of material miseries. Srimad Bhagavatam is compiled by the greatest sage, Vyasadeva. And it is a work coming out of Vyasa's mature experience. And by understanding Srimad Bhagavatam and rendering devotional service, one can immediately capture the Supreme Lord within one's heart. Lord Chaitanya then explained that the word projita specifically refers to those who desire liberation. The great Bhagavatam commentator, Sridhar Swami, has explained that the desire for liberation is the most obstructive stumbling block on the path of God-realization. Somehow or other, if one comes to Krishna and begins to hear about Krishna, Krishna is so kind that Krishna awards him or her his very lotus feet as a center. And having such a focal point, the devotee or transcendentalist forgets everything and engages in devotional service of the Lord. When one comes to Krishna in devotional service, 
or in full Krishna consciousness, the reward is the Supreme Himself. Once engaged for the Supreme, one no longer asks for anything, as do the distressed man and the one who desires material possessions. The very method of devotional service, the service itself, the association of pure devotees, and the causeless mercy of Krishna all act so wonderfully that one can give up all activities and become absorbed in Krishna, even if one is distressed, in want of material possessions, inquisitive, or is actually a wise man cultivating knowledge. In summary, Krishna is the meaning behind all the words in the Atma Rama verse. Up to this point, Lord Chaitanya spoke only of the introduction to the Atma Rama verse. Next, Lord Chaitanya will explain its real position. Thus ends Teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Chapter 15, Part 2. Explanation of the Atma Rama verse in Srimad Bhagavatam continued. Recorded August 12, 2021 by Nirantara Dasa. All glories to the author, the ISKCON founder Acharya, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. Om Tat Sat. Trinad P. Sunichena Torodiva Sahishnuna Amanina Manadena Kirtaniya Sadahari Harer Nama Harer Nama Harer Namaiva Kevalam Kalo Naskeva 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 Gatir Anyata Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivas Adigor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare 
हरये नम कृष्ण यादवाय नम गोपाल गोविंद राम श्री मधुसूदन हरये नम कृष्ण यादवाय नम गोपाल गोविंद राम श्री मधुसूदन हरये नम कृष्ण यादवाय नम गोपाल गोविंद राम श्री मधुसूदन गोविंद जय जय गोपाल जय जय राधा रमन हरि गोविंद जय जय गोविंद जय जय गोपाल जय जय राधा रमन हरि गोविंद जय जय राधा रमन हरि गोविंद जय जय राधा रमन हरि गोविंद जय जय Teachings of Lord Chaitanya Chapter 15 Part 3 Explanation of the Atma Rama verse in Srimad Bhagavatam In the cultivation of knowledge there are two kinds of transcendentalists one of them worships the impersonal Brahman while the other desires liberation since monists worship the impersonal feature of Brahman They are therefore called worshippers of Brahman and these Brahman worshippers are further divided into three categories first is the neophyte second is the one absorbed in Brahman realization and third is the one who has actually realized him or herself as Brahman and if devotional service is added then the knower of brahman can become liberated otherwise there is no possibility of liberation anyone who is fully engaged in devotional service in krishna consciousness is understood to be already realized in brahman devotional service is so strong that one is attracted to krishna even from the platform of brahman worship krishna awards the devotee the perfection of a spiritual body and he or she eternally engages in the transcendental service of krishna it is when the devotee understands and becomes attracted by krishna's transcendental qualities that he or she wholeheartedly engages in devotional service for instance the four kumaras and shukadeva goswami were liberated from the very beginning yet in their later life they also became attracted to the pastimes of krishna and became devotees 
Sanaka Kumara was attracted by the aroma of the flowers offered to Krishna, and the other three Kumaras were attracted by the transcendental qualities of the Lord and thus engaged in Krishna's devotional service. The Navayogindras, or the nine mystics, mentioned in the eleventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, are understood to have been transcendentalists from birth by virtue of hearing of the transcendental qualities of Krishna from Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, and Narada. Sometimes one becomes attracted to Krishna and his transcendental qualities simply by looking upon the beautiful features of Krishna's transcendental body, in which case one abandons the desire for liberation and instead engages in Krishna's devotional service. Such a devotee regrets one's loss of time in the so-called cultivation of knowledge and becomes a pure devotee of the Lord. There are two kinds of liberated souls having material bodies. One kind is the soul liberated by devotional service and the other is the soul liberated by the cultivation of knowledge. The liberated soul in devotional service, attracted by the transcendental qualities of Krishna, becomes more and more elevated, whereas those who engage in dry speculation and simply cultivate knowledge without any devotion, must fall down due to their many offenses. This is confirmed in the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, where the demigods are praying to Krishna in the womb of Devaki. Yenye Rabindaksha Vimuktamaninas Twai Astabhavad Avishuddha Buddhayaha Akrutya Krishtrena Parang Padang Tataha Patanti Adha Anadrita Yushmad Angrayaha O Lord Krishna, the intelligence of those who think themselves liberated but who have no devotion is not pure. Even though they rise to the highest point of liberation by dint of severe penances and austerity, they are sure to fall down again into this material existence, for they do not take shelter at your lotus feet. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Na Shochati Na Kangshati Samak Sarveshu Bhuteshu Mad Bhaktin Labate Param one who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman. Such a person never laments nor desires to have anything. Such a person is equally disposed to every living entity. For in that state, one attains pure devotional service unto Krishna. Thus, one who is actually situated in Brahman realization has no reason to lament or desire. He or she is equal to everyone and is thus eligible for devotional service. And this was also accepted by Bilvamangala Thakur, 
who in his later life lamented, Advaita Viti Patikaya Upasya, Svananda Singhasana Labda Diksha, Shatena Kenapi Vayang Hatena, Dasi Krita Gopa Vadhu Vitena. I was once situated as a monist in order to become one with the Supreme, but somehow or other I have contacted a naughty boy and have thus become Krishna's eternal servitor. In other words, those who attain self-realization by the execution of devotional service attain a transcendental body and being attracted to the transcendental qualities of Krishna engage fully in pure devotional service. So, anyone who is not attracted to Krishna is to be understood to be still under the spell of the illusory energy Maya. But one who is attempting to be liberated by the process of devotional service is actually liberated from the spell of Maya. In the eleventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, there are many recorded instances of devotees who became liberated in this life simply by engaging in devotional service. Thus ends Teachings of Lord Chaitanya Chapter 15 Part 3 Explanation of the Atmarama Verse in Srimad Bhagavatam Recorded August 12, 2021 by Nirantara Dasa All glories to the author, the Iskan founder Acharya, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Om Tat Sat ever feel you had no friend in this world, no one to help you when your head's in a swirl, well let me tell you that there's many people like you who are lost and confused and don't know what to do, yeah, it's just a blessing in disguise. Just to open up your eyes This Kali Yuga What a horrible age So much misery Everyone's in a rage there's something good You just don't see It comes from God All your misery It's just a blessing In disguise
Teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Chapter 15 Explanation of the Atmarama verse in Srimad Bhagavatam, Part 1 Lord Chaitanya next explained a very famous verse known as the Atmarama verse which appears in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Atmaramas chamunayo nirgrantha api urukrame kurvanti king bhaktim itham bhuta guno harihi. This verse indicates that those who are liberated souls and who are fully satisfied will eventually become devotees of the Lord. This injunction is especially meant for the impersonalists, for the impersonalists have no information of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They try to remain satisfied with the impersonal Brahman, but Krishna is so attractive and so strong that Krishna attracts their minds. That is the purport of this Atmarama verse. This verse had previously been explained to the great Vedantist known as Sarvabhauma Bhattacharya. After taking lessons from Lord Chaitanya, Sanatan Goswami referred to this incident and prayed to Lord Chaitanya to again explain the Atmarama verse. Kaviraj Goswami, the author of Chaitanya Charitamrita, appreciating Lord Chaitanya's explanation of the Atmarama verse, has also glorified Lord Chaitanya in his prayers. Falling flat at the feet of Lord Chaitanya, Sanatan Goswami requested him to explain the verse as he had formerly explained it to Sarvabhoma Bhatta Acharya. Indeed, Sanatan explained his eagerness to hear the same explanation in order that he might be enlightened. And being thus requested by Sanatan, Lord Chaitanya replied, I do not understand why Sarvabhoma Bhatta Acharya so much appreciated my explanation, for as far as I am concerned, I do not even remember what I said to him. But because you are asking this of me, I shall, with the help of your association, try to explain whatever I can remember. Thus, the speaker and the audience are very intimately connected. The speaker is enlightened by the presence of the audience. The speaker or master can speak very nicely on transcendental subject matters before an understanding audience. Therefore, Lord Chaitanya said that he did not know how to explain the Sanskrit verse, but that since he was in the association of Sanatan, he would try to explain it. Lord Chaitanya then went on to point out that there are eleven items in the Atma-Rama verse. Atma-Rama Cha, Munaya, Nirgrantha, Api, Urukrame, Kurvanti, Ahoitukin, Bhaktim, Itham Bhutaguna, Hari. 
Lord Chaitanya then began to explain each and every one of these eleven items. First, as far as the word Atma-Rama is concerned, Lord Chaitanya explained that the word Atma is used to indicate the Supreme Absolute Truth, the body, the mind, endeavor, conviction, intelligence, nature. The word A-Rama means enjoyer. Therefore, anyone who takes pleasure in the cultivation of knowledge of these seven items is known as Atma-Rama. Lord Chaitanya then explained about the different kinds of Atma-Ramas or transcendentalists. As for the word Munayaha or Muni, those who are great thinkers are called Munis. Sometimes the word Muni is also applied to a person who is very grave. Great sages, great austere persons, great mystics and learned scholars are also called Munis. The next word, Nirgrantha, indicates freedom from the bondage of illusion. Nirgrantha also means one who has no connection with spiritual injunctions. The word Grantha means revealed scriptures, and Nir is an affix which is used to mean no connection, constructing, and also prohibiting. There are many instructions for spiritual realization, but persons who have no connection with such scriptural injunctions are also known as Nirgrantha. And there are many people who are foolish, low-born, and misbehaved, and who have no entrance into the revealed scriptures and injunctions, and therefore they are also called Nirgrantha. Because the word grunta is also used for the purpose of collecting riches, the word nirgrunta also indicates a poor man, someone bereft of all riches, or one who is attempting to collect riches. The word urukrama is used to indicate a highly powerful person. The word krama is used to indicate the act of stepping, and the word Urukrama indicates one who can step forward very far. The greatest step forward was taken by Lord Vamana, who covered the whole universe with two steps. Thus the word Urukrama indicates the Supreme Lord Vamana Dev. This extraordinary feature of Vamana Dev is thus explained in the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Vishno nu virya gananang kattama arhati itha ya partivani apikavir vimame rajansi chaskambha ya swa rahasa askalata tri prishtam yasma tri samya sadanad uru kampayanam no one can estimate the inconceivable potencies of Lord Vishnu, even if one can count the number of atomic combinations in this material world. He or she still cannot count the different energies of the Supreme Lord. 
For as Vamanadeva, the Lord was so powerful that simply by stepping forward, he covered the whole universe from Brahma Loka down to Patala Loka. The inconceivable energies of the Lord are spread throughout the entire creation. Krishna is all-pervading, and by his energy, Krishna sustains all the planetary systems. And yet, through Krishna's pleasure potency, Krishna remains situated in his personal abode, which is known as Goloka. And by the expansion of his opulence, Krishna is also present in all the Vaikuntha planets as Narayana. And by expanding his material energy, Krishna creates innumerable universes with innumerable planets within them. Thus, no one can estimate the wonderful activities of the Supreme Lord, and therefore the Supreme Lord is known as Urukrama, the Wonderful Actor. In the Vishva Prakash Dictionary, the word Krama is defined as an expert display of energies as well as stepping forward very quickly. The word Kurvanti is used to mean working for others. There is another word similar to Kurvanti which is used when one's activities are done for one's own personal sense gratification. But the word Kurvanti is used when activities are performed for the satisfaction of the Supreme. Thus, in this Atmarama verse, the word Kurvanti can only indicate the rendering of transcendental service to the Lord. The word Hetu is used to indicate reason or cause. Generally, people are engaged in transcendental activities for three reasons. Number one, some want material happiness. Number two, some want mystic perfection. And number three, some want liberation from material bondage. As far as material enjoyment is concerned, there are so many varieties that no one can enumerate them. As far as perfections in mystic power are concerned, there are eighteen. And as far as types of liberation from material bondage are concerned, there are five. The state of being where all these varieties of enjoyment are conspicuous by their absence is called Ahoytuki. The Ahoytuki qualification is especially mentioned in this Atmarama verse because by the Ahoytuki service of the Lord one can achieve the favor of the Lord. The word Bhakti can be used in ten different ways. Out of these ten, there is sadhana bhakti, or occupational devotional service. The other nine ways are called prema bhakti, love of Godhead. Those who are situated in the neutral position attain perfection up to love of Godhead. Similarly, those who are situated in the relationship of master and servant 
attain love of Godhead to the stage of attachment. Those who are related in friendship attain love of God to the point of fraternity. And those who are in love with God as his parents are elevated to the point of transcendental emotion. But only those who are related with the Supreme in conjugal love can experience the highest of ecstasies. Thus, there are different meanings for the word bhakti. Lord Chaitanya next explained the different meanings of the word itambhuta guna. Itambhuta indicates fully transcendental pleasure before which the transcendental pleasure known as Brahma-ānanda becomes like straw. In the Hari Bhakti Sudhodaya, a devotee says, Tvat Sakshat Karana Ahlada Vishuddha Abdhi Sthitasyane Sukani Goshpadayante Brahmani Api Jagad Guru My Lord, O Supreme, Simply by understanding you or seeing you, the pleasure which we derive is so great that the pleasure of Brahma-ānanda becomes insignificant. In other words, the pleasure derived by understanding Krishna as he is, as the all-attractive reservoir of all pleasures and the reservoir of all pleasure-giving tastes with all transcendental qualifications, attracts one to become Krishna's devotee. And by virtue of such attraction, one can give up fruitive activities and all endeavors for liberation and can even abandon the intense desire to achieve success in yoga mystic power. The attraction of Krishna is so intense that one can lose respect for all other means of self-realization and simply surrender unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Chaitanya also explained the word guna in all of its different meanings. Guna indicates the unlimited transcendental qualities of Krishna, primarily Krishna's Sachit Ananda form. In his transcendental blissful knowledge and eternity, Krishna is fully perfect and Krishna's perfection is increased when Krishna is controlled by the attention of his devotee. God is so kind and merciful that Krishna can even give himself in exchange for the devotional service of the devotee. Krishna's transcendental qualities are such that the perfection of Krishna's beauty, Krishna's perfect reciprocation of love between himself and his devotees, and the flavor of Krishna's transcendental qualities all attract different kinds of transcendentalists and liberated souls. For example, Krishna attracted the mind of Sanaka Kumara simply by the aroma emanating from the flowers which were offered to Krishna. The mind of Shukadeva Goswami was attracted by the transcendental pastimes of Lord Krishna. And the minds of the damsels of Vrindavan 
were attracted by Krishna's personal beauty. Rukmini's attention was attracted by Krishna's bodily features and transcendental qualities. And the mind of the goddess of fortune was attracted by Krishna's flute playing and other transcendental features. Lord Krishna attracts the minds of all young girls and elderly ladies by his childlike activities. Krishna also attracts the minds of his friends by Krishna's friendly activities. When Krishna appeared in Vrindavan, Krishna even attracted the birds, beasts, trees and plants. Indeed, everyone became attracted in love and affection for Krishna. Finally, Lord Chaitanya explained that the word Hari has different meanings of which two are foremost. Hari means that Krishna takes away all inauspicious things from the life of his devotee and that Krishna attracts the mind of the devotee by awarding one transcendental love of Godhead. Krishna is so attractive that anyone who can remember Krishna in some way or another becomes freed from the four kinds of material miseries. And Krishna gives special attention to his devotee and banishes the devotee's various sinful activities which are stumbling blocks for the advancement of devotional service. This is called routing which means to defeat something disastrously. In this case, the routing is the influence of ignorance. Simply by hearing about Krishna, one develops love for Krishna. That is the gift of Krishna. On one side, Krishna takes away all inauspicious things, and on the other side, Krishna awards the most auspicious things. So that is the meaning of the word Hari. When a person is developed in love of Godhead, his or her mind, body, and everything else are attracted by the transcendental qualities of Krishna. Such is the power of Krishna's merciful activities and transcendental qualities. Krishna is so attractive that out of transcendental attachment, the devotee will abandon all four principles of spiritual life known as religiosity, economic development, regulation of sense gratification, and salvation. And lastly, the words api and cha are adverbs and can be used for virtually any purpose. The word cha or and can render seven different readings to the whole construction. Thus ends Teachings of Lord Chaitanya Chapter 15 Explanation of the Atma Rama verse in Srimad Bhagavatam Part 1 Recorded August 11, 2021 by Nirantara Dasa all glories to the author, His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. Om Tat Sat.
ever feel there was nowhere to turn, nothing to lose and nothing to earn. Nothing seems to matter, and nobody cares if you die tomorrow. Tears wouldn't be there. It's just a blessing in disguise. Just to open up. Your eyes. This Kali Yuga. What a horrible age. So much misery. Everyone's in a rage. But there's. Something good you just don't see. It comes from God. All your suffering. It's just a blessing in this. Just to open up your eyes.